Good evening and welcome again to the award-winning, often imitated, never duplicated, and yes, always star-studded Subway Final Word. I'm Albie Oxenrider, and we have our distinguished panelists with us tonight. Once again, from 105.9 The X, the afternoon host. And I have to tell you, as I introduced Mark Madden, I ran into Tom and Barb Nolan the other night from Cecil, Pennsylvania, Mark. They're big fans of yours. They're big fans of this show. They say they never miss it. They wanted to know what Mark Madden was really like. Well, what you see is what you get. And these sound like thoroughly decent and well-informed people. Yes, they are definitely decent people. They're watching tonight. And by the way, happy birthday to Barb. It was her birthday. All right, John Staggerwald is joining us from home as well. Hi, John. Hi, I just want to let you know I'm coming to you right now live and direct from Cecil, Pennsylvania. And from the word I get on uh, the Nolans is that they have no idea at all what a good person is. Yeah. But well, that's just it, what I'm hearing. I don't know. Isn't that a coincidence that uh, yeah. you're in Cecil, Pennsylvania? Yeah. I mentioned just... to them, by the way, that you weren't far from them. And from our partner, DKPittsburghSports.com, it's Dan Kovacevic. Hi, Dan. Hi, Albie. Can we just get back to work? Seriously. <laughs> I'm going nuts here. I, I can't stand this anymore. I just want to get back to work. You Every know? time we take a step forward, it seems there's a half step back. It really does. It really well, does. That's where we are right now, and we start with baseball, and, and that's a great segue to, to our first topic. Baseball has had to make some adjustments. The Pirates had to adjust their – summer camp schedule because of the rise of COVID cases in Allegheny County. Some prominent players uh, have either opted out or are considering opting out on the season. Your take, starting with Mark, on where we are right now with baseball. Well, I think there is uncertainty based on the COVID situation and based on our country not handling the epidemic very well at all. But as far as David Price not playing goes, who cares? He was mediocre last year. If Mike Trapp doesn't play, the LA Angels will stink just as bad without him as they did with him. Same goes for Buster Posey. He's mostly washed up, and San Francisco stinks with or without. Like I'm very fond of saying, Babe Ruth retired, and somehow baseball still kept playing. I think the guy in the most danger is this Tanaka, the pitcher for New York Yankees. He got hit in the head with the line drive, but pirate pitchers have nothing to worry about because none of their hitters can hit line drives. All right, Stag, what do you think about baseball? Uh, baseball is back, apparently, but the future is uncertain. Well, I'm sticking with my I'll believe it when I see it until I see it. Uh, I, I, it seems like there's something that pops up all the time. Uh, we don't know that, you know, on Tuesday, 18 players test positive and the world stops turning and we all have to run and hide under our beds. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I will say this. If I were a baseball player, and I wouldn't have to be Trout, who's made already made $100 million, you're going to make a couple hundred million more, and they threw this situation at me and expected me to come and play, I'm not playing. Uh, if you need me, I'll be on my yacht somewhere. I, don't, I would never consider for one second putting up with what they're expecting the players to put up with if I didn't need the money. Now, if this were 1946 and guys weren't making that kind of money and had to have off-season jobs, be a little bit different they would show up but uh, why anybody would even consider doing and that's this goes for all the sports if i were if i were a professional athlete who had all the money i needed i wouldn't consider for one second taking part in any of the seasons that i've seen proposed not one of them. So, so john so your teammates wouldn't matter at all to you no 
Uh-oh. And I don't want you on my team anyway. That's yeah, okay. I wouldn't that's... be on your team because I wouldn't show up, so you wouldn't have to worry about it. No loss, right. just like David Price. Yeah, let, let me let me dovetail off of Mark's point because what he says I think is going to end up being a big, big issue here with baseball. Uh, Josh Bell had a lot of interesting things to say after the Pirates workout yesterday at PNC Park. Among them was that the players themselves recognized that to, to an extent this is going to be a battle of attrition. Uh, not that they expect, you know, players from around baseball to be getting coronavirus and hospitalized and anything else, but they expect players to be either pulling themselves out of it. Uh, you've heard the warnings that there's going to be more or just not being as in- interested or as invested. Uh, the Pirates, for whatever it's worth, understanding they're hardly going to be anybody's favorite uh, in this shortened season, uh, have have formed something of a bond around that. They, Joe Musgrove said very publicly, we're not going to be uh, complaining. We're not going to be doing anything like that. We're just going to show up and go to work, and we're going to do everything that we can to win games, including trying to stay healthy. There's a peer pressure there. There's teammate-on-teammate teammate pressure there. Um, I, I like hearing that. Again, I'm not predicting the Pirates' sixth World Series this year either. But I think when you look at that approach – uh, I think you're going to see maybe even more upsets, whether it's the Pirates or somebody else, than what we could have expected. Because look at the pattern here of these guys who are pulling out. Every last one of them so far is some super mega money dude. That's not an accident. You're going to see more of those kinds of guys. All right. Uh, and um, think about it, uh, Mark. They, you know, they'll go forward here uh, with the very real possibility that they might have some more speed bumps right around the corner. Oh, I don't think they're going to play. I'm with Staggy on that one. Uh, I think the whole plan is set up to fail. I think they're expecting to fail. Anytime, and I'm going to use the NBA as an example. When Adam Silver says, well, if there's an outbreak, it would force us to stop, that's what he's planning on. All right. Mark, John, Day, and thank you for that. When we come back, what does the NFL look like, starting with the NFL preseason? We're going to talk about that and more when we continue right here on the award-winning Subway Final Word. Back in a minute. Welcome back to the Subway Final Word. I'm Albie Oxenrider tonight with Mark Madden, John Staggerwald, and Dan Kabachevich. And, yeah, the NFL Players Association, uh, they don't want to see any preseason games. Half of the games have already been canceled. The NFLPA says cancel them all. Uh, how do you see that day in affecting the 2020 season if they were not to play any preseason games? You know, let's go over all of the past years in which the NFLPA and the NFL players wanted to play preseason games. Oh, wait, there were none. They hate preseason games. They hate going out there. What they're doing here, and we saw a lot of this in baseball. We're seeing some of it now in hockey as well. Uh, where the players understand they have a position of leverage. They understand, hey, we can bring something to the negotiating table. What do you want to bring? How about no preseason games? Awesome. Uh, I don't believe for a second that this is out of any kind of safety concern. There's no more or less safety concern in playing preseason games than there will in the 16 regular season games, or for that matter, even showing up for practices. Uh, I think this is what they're after here. You're probably going to see, since the NFL has basically already agreed to cutting it down to two, NFLPA says zero, maybe they'll do one, maybe they'll do none. It won't matter much at all. It certainly won't matter to a team that's as experienced as the Steelers are. 
Um, that may be the case. But, John, what do you think the quality of play will be like if they don't play any preseason games? I know that it's been said that they don't need to play as many preseason games as they do. The Stars often don't play in these games. But if they go straight into the season, uh, what will that say for the quality of play that we'll see? Well, there's a big difference between them needing to play and me needing to watch because I don't want to watch them. But that doesn't mean it's not, it's not a good idea for them to have games to play. How else are you going to find out about young players? I mean, sometimes it only comes down to playing all those games to eliminate, you know, less than 10 players or to determine whether or not 10 players make the team. But I've been deeply concerned since they canceled the OTAs. I don't know how you can have a season if you don't have OTAs. I mean, how could they possibly have any kind of a quality season without those? But I think, uh, to be serious here, no preseason games is not a good idea. I, 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 I think that they're very important for the team. I think they're, they're unwatchable and shouldn't be televised and maybe should be played in secret to prevent people from having to look at them. But that doesn't mean they're not important for the team. All right, Mark, right now the preseason's been cut in half. If the NFLPA gets its wish and there are no games, what will that, how will that will affect the season? Well, let's make no mistake. The, the preseason games, from an owner's perspective, are only to force season ticket holders to buy tickets for yep. games the season ticket holders would never want to attend and very often don't, but they love those games because they don't have to pay the players. From a coach's perspective, the exhibitions and the OTAs in many camps or a chance for them to feel self-important. All of those things mean almost nothing to whether the teams are any good, whether the quality of football is any good. Shut that dog up! It's interfering with my concentration. And uh, <laughs> the bottom line is that I uh, thought that was your cat. Go ahead. Well, this is really throwing me for a loop. I mean, how can I do a show with a dog barking? But the bottom line is we don't need to see the guy from Slippery Rock. He's not going to make the team anyway. The starters never, almost never play the exhibitions. The stars certainly almost never play the exhibitions. There's no need for them. Just get rid of them. Well, um, and, and we might be looking at just that. I mean, if the NFLPA gets his wish. All right, to college football now. Well, the dog just got cut, Albie. And I, I, if the dog had only had a chance to show better in the preseason games, I think the dog had a chance. The dog you know has what? been taken care of. I will say this. I, I agree with, with – Hold it. You didn't put him down, did you? No. <laughs> okay, I, I was going to say. The one it wasn't that disturbing. Mike Tomlin pointed out last week and, and said very bluntly, as he usually does, uh, that young players basically can just forget it. College football. Uh, do you think college football will have to uh, postpone till spring or should college football postpone to spring, John? Uh, that actually sounds like a good idea to me. Um, and that sounds like a better idea than uh, playing games, the Ohio State-Michigan game with nobody in the stands. Um, and, you know, it's been proven that uh, football can be played in the spring and you can have quality games. You can have uh, full stadiums. Uh, I think people would show up for uh, Ohio State-Michigan on April 15th just as well as they'd show up for them on October 15th. I think that's, that, to me, is a better idea than some of the things I'm hearing about what the teams are going to have to go through in order to play in the fall without fans and all that. If I were a player, once again, I'd be much more interested in getting back to normal. I'd rather put the season off and play in the spring. But I'm, I'm, I feel the same about college football as I do about everything else. I don't believe I'm going to see a college football game played uh, sometime between now and next September when I see it. I just don't, I, I don't, I just don't see how they're going to do it. 
Mark, uh, college football postponing to spring. Your thoughts? If it is, there ain't going to be no fans in the stands come springtime either, and they'll still have to go through an incredibly difficult protocol to play. Uh, I think college football is the first thing they should cancel, not postpone, but cancel. There's no way to get college kids to adhere to the protocol necessary, and there's no reason to put them at risk when they're not getting paid for this. Just cancel college football for a full year. See you next fall. Dan? Well, college obviously has the additional flexibility. You can move fall sports to the spring, just the same as you can move. And they were discussing this for a while there when they ditched spring sports. How can they have them move to summer or different months? Um, you know, in general, this has to do with college football, but in general, I'd like to see where we are about a month from now. Um, as a country, we've had a couple of really, really bad hotspots in Florida, Arizona. Everything will be fine Texas, by then, no problem. Houston. I'm not suggesting it's going to be fine, but I'm suggesting that you can change the trajectory of these things. Uh, in, generally speaking, the pattern across the country, really across the world, has been where you finally get scared to realize that this thing is legit. People do react to it. Um, hopefully, that happens at some point, you know? Um, especially well, uh, in the South. There's been 92% uh, decrease in deaths, 92% in the United States since April. And uh, people are getting sick, but they're not going to the hospital and they're not dying. So if, as long as they keep, as long as they keep uh, speaking about it the same way they did when it first started back in March, that everybody who gets it is uh, doomed to die, then they're never going to do anything, much less play sports. So until that changes, until, they're, until they accept the fact that people might get, you know, sick. No sports are going to be played because they're, they're going to get sick. It's going to happen. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, John, I, ex I expect to see your dog in your final word. I can't get uh, her to come up here. How can you blame she her? She didn't have OTAs. So, you know, it's <laughs> she's suffering from that too. All right, All right, back with the final word here on the Subway Final Word right after this. Subway final word. And welcome back to our final few minutes here on the Subway final word. I'm Albie Oxenrider, and uh, Mark and John and Dan are with me tonight via Zoom. And it's time for the final word. Everybody gets a chance, any topic. Dan, you're up first. The scariest, if you will, of all the various sports news uh, items related to coronavirus in the past week, I thought was the St. Louis Blues having several uh, players and several members of their team come down with it and then having to shut down their pre-camp workouts in St. Louis. That, that, one's, that one hit a little bit differently. Uh, that one had the feel of like, oh, wow, what happens if? Um, I know that Mark has talked about it. Mark and I both talked about it actually on his radio show, and I'm, I'm here to echo I don't understand why the NHL is conducting training camps all across North America and then sending everyone to Toronto and Edmonton on July 26th to have six other practices inside the bubble safely after everybody's been tested. This part makes no sense to me whatsoever. The NHL has had months and months to figure this out, and they still haven't. All right. John, uh, final word. Well, um, I, I'm, I, I, we weren't going to talk about the, uh, the Redskins' name change here because it's, a, it's kind of a touchy issue, but um, we talked about that before the show. But I, I, I just want to mention that uh, I, I think it was a dumb name. It should have been changed 10 years ago. Uh, it, but there's another 
bit of history to the name that you might want to look into. I wrote a column about it today. It's pretty interesting, actually, where it actually came from. But I just want to point out that this it, it's a I think it, the name should be changed, but it's a it's a, a funny road to be going down and you don't know what you're going to end up with down at uh, uh, in Virginia at Emory and Henry College. The uh, vice president of equity, um, inclusion and diversity has decided that it might be a good idea to change their nickname because they're known as the wasps and they want to change the nickname because WASP is a an acronym for white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. That is the road we're going down. But I, I, again, change the name of the Redskins should have been done a long time ago. Mark, final word. Just to follow up, John's right. They should have changed the name of Washington's NFL franchise a long time ago. Uh, but there's where it can stop. You don't need to change Cleveland Indians. You don't need to change Atlanta Braves. The Washington team's name is a slur. Those other names are not. But if they do change those names, as the Cleveland Indians are apparently mooting, that's no big deal either. Stanford changed its name. St. John's changed its name. The Washington NBA franchise changed its name. It's just not a big deal at all. And anybody who says they won't watch a team, if it changes its name, is bluffing. Absolutely lying. All right. Mark. John, Dan, thank you for your final words and for being with us tonight. I'm Albie Oxenrider. That's the Subway final word. Thank you for being with us, including Tom and Barb Nolan. Happy birthday, Barb. And, and my dog, Betsy. Don't forget and, to thank and, her. Yeah, Betsy, give her a treat or something. Shut All up, right. Betsy. We'll see you next week.